trying to tell your story to the world? MailChimp can help for free. They've got gorgeous pre-designed email templates, but you can also code your own. And I'm telling you, I use MailChimp. Even I can do it. It's a really great intuitive system they have set up. They'll show you how to send, when you should send, why people open an email or click delete. They can also help you find your people and grow your business. MailChimp can help you tell your story effectively and find people who care about it. I've been a user for years. More at MailChimp.com. Hello, all you ghost giraffes out there. It's one hour, one phone call, no names, no holds barred. It's beautiful anonymous. I'd rather go one on one. I think it'll be more fun, and I'll get to know you, and you'll get to know me. You guys, this podcast has always had a little bit of a reputation for getting heavy at times, and I got no problem with that. That's just the direction it went when it came out of the gate. But for months, ever since we started, I've been wondering when when is just some when's somebody gonna call up and just mess with me? When's somebody gonna take this opportunity to just be a scatterbrained weirdo? And today is that day. Happy Halloween, everybody. We got a very, maybe my favorite, I, I don't know. I don't I don't want to play favorites, but goddamn, is this person a lovable weirdo who is all over the map. Uh, happy, happy Halloween. You're going to hear, we got to, we got to, you'll see. I'm not going to, you'll, usually I try to tease stuff. Just listen to this one. From, from the first story down to the very last line, this one is just weird and random and funny. Enjoy it. Happy Halloween. Thank you for calling Beautiful Anonymous. A beeping noise will indicate when you are on the show with the host. Hello? Hi. Is this Chris? Yeah. Really? Uh Uh-huh. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'll tell you that. We'll leave it. This is so weird. Yeah, this is the second call we're taking today. First one was intense, so... I'm doing okay, right? Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm, uh, okay, well, it can be light. Great. Oh, wow. That's... I saw the prompt on Twitter. <laughs> I'm just so excited. That's I'm, cool. like, shaking right now. I was just, like, sitting. I always try to get through, and I just kind of figured it never will happen. No, I'm glad you so got now through. I'm just like, wow. Yeah, that's, that's just, it's just crazy. <laughs> I'm psyched to be talking to you. Awesome. So... I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Well, it's a good question. Uh, I don't know. Um, it sounds like you're you don't know? You drinking something over there. It sounds like you're drinking something. Yeah, I just opened a beer. A beer? <laughs> uh, should be clear. I don't want to make any assumptions about where you are, but where I am, it's 1 p.m. I live on the East Coast of America. You sound American, so you are... Drinking yeah. a beer sometime between one one a.m. and uh, one p.m. and what would that be? Eleven a.m. ten a.m. ten a.m. ten a.m. somewhere between ten a.m. and one p.m. Yeah, so you're. Uh... It's one. It's one. I'll give you that. <laughs> but it's Friday and I don't have anything to do. It's Fuck. raining. Yeah, rainy day. <laughs> Friday rainy day. It's just the Netflix. Netflix, Netflix and drinking. I want be... How many drinks have you had? <laughs> Well, this is my first one. I swear, nice. I'm just Let's chill I'm out. nervous. I'm just like, ah. man, this is pressure now. Why do people get nervous? Have you listened to this show? I'm just like a train wreck who rambles. <laughs> well, that's how I am too. Great. I listen to the show every single week since it started. That's awesome. So, Thanks. Yeah, and it's so weird because every time I'm listening to it, I'm like, oh, I've totally talked about this, this, and this. Yeah. And then like the like when they ask me what I want to talk about, I'm like, oh. I have a dog. Oh, yeah? What's the deal with your dog? <laughs> yeah. I, my dog is uh, English Bulldog Mix. Uh-huh. Yeah. Them Can bull- I tell you his name? Sure. Your dog doesn't <laughs> have to Brutus. be anonymous. Brutus. Oh, that's a good name no, for a bulldog. Brutus. Yeah. So your dog yeah. is not anonymous, but you remain anonymous. No. Bulldog, He's I always, not anonymous. I always heard that owning a bulldog is gross because you got to pick up their jowls and clean all the stuff underneath. Is that true? Um, not as much. He's a mix. He's mixed as a beagle. Oh, that sounds cute. 
So he's just a little miniature munchkin, and he's still a puppy. Uh, but he's not too drooly. Only when he watches us eat, and he, then he starts drooling. That's nice. I've never owned a dog in my life. You're not a dog person, are you? No, I was always a I think cat. You said that, right? I was always a cat person. Yeah, my wife. My wife wants to get a dog. She's been talking about it lately, but I don't. I don't want to. You should get a dog. I don't want to walk so around. They are in like the two snow. year olds for ten years. I don't want to walk around in the snow picking up feces. <laughs> oh yeah, that's not fun. Yeah. Is it raining over there? Is it, it rainy? It is. It's rainy where I am, but I am not. I'm not. I'm not drinking. I'm not chilling out. Chilling out. Drinking. Watching Netflix. What is she watching on Netflix these days? <laughs> You watching on Netflix? Shameless. Seamless? Shameless. Have you watched Sha- Shameless? Shameless. Have you watched that? No, is it good? Yeah. I've been watching. No, it's really good. I mean, they're always drinking, so it makes me feel like I'm okay to drink. That's good. I've been, I've been watching <laughs> Last Chance You documentary series. Last Chance You. I hope that Ronald Ali turns What's out that okay. About? It's about the most. Uh, it's it's about the best uh, community college football program. In the United States, East Mississippi oh. County College, yeah. Community that sounds like something my boyfriend would like. Yeah. He's always playing fantasy football. Oh, he might dig it. He might dig it. Could. What's your um, story? What's your what is your story overall? <laughs> overall? <laughs> yeah, beer um, beer bulldogs. What else do I need to know about you? Okay, well, I'm another boring artist, so yeah, that's like why. All the callers. That's why you're drinking at 1 p.m. on a weekday because you're an artist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, artists, artists, exactly. Artists love to drink and sleep. Yeah. I noticed that artists love to oh, drink yeah. and sleep. What kind of art do you make? Oh yeah, I make sculptures. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Sculptures. You smoke? Yeah, you, clay, sm- you smoke a lot of pot. No, I don't. I'm like the only person at my school that doesn't. <laughs> no offense, but you you sound like someone who gets high a lot. <laughs> I used to, but not anymore. Yeah. I get anxiety now. Yeah, I get that. I get that. But no, I used to, but and but no, I don't anymore. Now I just drink at 1 p.m. That's cool. But I also make art, and I don't know, I said to the guy, I have ghost stories, if that's interesting. I'll hear some, fuck yeah. You got ghost, you seen, <laughs> you've seen a ghost? Oh yeah, I've seen a ton of ghosts. Tell me about all these ghosts. You and that's see. what I make my art. That's what I make my art about. You make your art about the ghosts you have personally witnessed. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, so. a spooky episode. <laughs> are you yeah, making? Are you, and they're light. They're, they're like they weigh nothing. So I figured, you know. You make you make you make work. sculptures of the ghosts you've seen. I make places for them to live. What? So you see ghosts? I want them, like little <laughs> sanctuaries for them. You see ghosts, and then you sculpt sanctuaries for the ghosts to live. Is this in an effort to keep the ghosts out of your life by giving them somewhere else to go? I want them to feel comfortable until, like, so then they want to not be here anymore and go on over. And so you are making sculptures that serve as a conduit between our world and the next world for the ghosts that visit you in your life. Exactly. Well, this is my favorite call. Oh, you're just saying that because you have to. I don't have to say anything. <laughs> I don't have to say anything. Okay. okay. There's no rules here. I make the rules around here. But that's fa- when, at what point did your art become um, ghost-driven? Last year. And were you making art before that, or has your artistic per- have your artistic pursuits been entirely inspired by ghosts? No, I've been, I was always making art, but then now I feel like it's like I feel like more of a direction because I feel like I'm making it for a purpose to help shepherd restless souls onto yeah. the afterlife. So tell me how this began. How did the, how did this begin? How did this begin? I, I went say. to go see a psychic, and she told me a bunch of stuff that made so much sense with my life. Mm-hmm. Like she just, I I always had this like fear of. Um, getting in a car crash and dying. And I always felt like if I ever die, it's going to be in a car crash. I'm a good driver, <laughs> but I always felt like that. I get like just this weird feeling. And then um, she told me about there was this ghost that's been, that has followed me my whole life and he died in a motorcycle accident. Wow. And it just made me think like, 
because I've always I've even said that to my mom and stuff before. Like if I ever die, I feel like it's going to be in a car wreck. And then, <laughs> I don't know if I just have his anxiety now falling with me. So, do so I you, have that underlying feeling. Why did this? Why Why do you think this motorcycle death ghost attached itself to you for so many years? She, well, that's what the psychic, the psychic told me that I'm sensitive and I can, and if I really wanted to harness the ability, I could, but I don't know if I want to. But <laughs> You don't know if you're ready to tap into these powers you were born with. Yeah. So the that's ghosts... Weird. No. So this motorcycle, what do you know? Do you know this ghost's name? Have you learned this ghost's spirit animal? I haven't learned his name or anything. What do you know about the motorcycle I've ghost? Always I just know it happened when I was like three years old and he was around 21 and it happened in the summertime and that's all that she could get from it. And then I want to get more from it, but you know, it's, it's weird. And like, he like kind of, even though I was three, he like, like reverted back to me and looked at me as like a, female role model, which I don't know what a three-year-old can do for a 21-year-old, but... Now, I'm going to tell you something, and this might freak you out. It's freaking me out a little bit. I'm not trying to be melodramatic. I don't know where you're from. Go for it. I don't know any of the circumstances. I will tell you, it's freaking me out. And my mom listens to the show, and she might be sad at me bringing this up. I apologize, Mom. I have a cousin who died in a motorcycle accident, I believe, when he was 21. It did not happen in the summer. But some of the details you laid out did freak me out. That is pretty strange. What else do you know? And if he's with me, maybe he connected it to happen. Maybe he knew someday we would talk on the phone. It could. Tell me some other things. You never know. What are some other things you know about this ghost? Um... You know, it's, it's not really... I don't know. I don't have that much. I think it was close to his birthday. Okay. When it happened, I don't know if it was on it or just around it, but it was. But it was like, but that's all I can really get, and that's okay. just actually like kind of my gut feeling from that's how my, I feel after. My cousin, knowing it all. my cousin had an amazingly distinctive nickname, and I think you would know it if his ghost had attached himself to you. And also, he died on New Year's Eve. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. It was that's, it was that's ex- rough. It was very sad. It was one of the sadder things that happened to me as a kid, kind of the first time I had to deal with death. But I was in seventh grade when it happened, and, and I, I miss him. He was very cool. Um, but, you know, these things happen in life. But I would, I would be very yeah. – I was, I was wondering if, if maybe they were attached. But I think you'd get a – I think you'd have some sense of his nickname. You, uh, well, maybe through the call. If I if I if I get a sense of anything, I'll try it. But okay, I don't know. Okay, so then I, I probably won't. And I, then I'll have to make something up. But I've made this about me. You keep going. So the psychic reveals to you this ghost. How does this build? Um. Yeah. She revealed that to me, and then just told. She just told me some crazy things. But not that much about that, but it was just like that he's there and he's nice and don't be afraid of him. So, which I wouldn't be, but I'm not really afraid of ghosts, but okay, okay. I've seen them around so once you, in a while. My the, boyfriend thinks I'm absolutely insane. And I think so does some of my family. So <laughs> walk me through this. What other ghosts are you seeing? What else do I need to know? Does the first ghost start inspiring the art, the motorcycle ghost? Yeah, that one inspired the most, just knowing that he's here with me. And this, so I want him. To, I don't want him to be comfortable, you know. Have a place to go. He doesn't have to follow me around all day. That's I'd be bored. So you sculpted this so, ghost a house to live in, effectively. Yeah. And what was that sculpture? It was a big sculpture, kind of like a abstract, organic. Um. Like kind of almost like I don't want to say igloo, but a weird form like that, and it was pretty big. How big? I want to say it was like I want to say it was about like oh, say like a foot and a half tall, maybe two feet tall, and then it was made up of a bunch of separate pieces. I couldn't fit them all to get fired in a kiln, so it's like consists of like ten pieces. So a motorcycle ghost attached itself to your life, and you sculpted a two-foot-tall igloo for it to live in. I just want to be clear. Yes. Great. Yes. <laughs> Great. 
Yeah, yeah, you're good at making people feel kind of crazy. No, 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 no. <laughs> Listen, if there's one thing about my life that I can tell you very genuinely, I don't judge. And also, I worked at a magazine about ghosts for about half a decade, and it was a formative time in my life. And I've met a lot of people who claim to see ghosts, and sometimes you get the sense right out of the bat, okay, this person is crazy or damaged in some way, and that's okay. And then sometimes you're like, this is a perfectly normal person who has this story to tell, and I I buy it. So I'm pretty open to this conversation, and I'm not I'm not here to judge you. I just think... You're you're the first person I've ever met to sculpt ghost igloos, but I'm not judging them. But I just want to be clear. Hello? Where did you go? It must have dropped on her end, huh? We'll get her back. Hello? Hey. Hey. <laughs> so we got cut off. And that that's a thing that... That was kind of creepy. Well, I was going to say... That never happens. Who do you think stopped it? I think the ghosts who don't want me to know the truth. You know, I'm, I'm not even shitting you. Like, <laughs> it was really weird. Right to cut off, I was like, well, that's weird. And then um, literally there was, I couldn't see the motorcycle, but there was someone like, I heard a motorcycle outside. I looked, went to look out the window. The motorcycle and I ghost. I heard the little boom, 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 boom. Yeah, no, and I heard a motorcycle. It could have just went, it, like, go by right at that time. Well, listen, I was being a little that, facetious, and I think maybe the ghosts felt like I needed to handle things with more gravity, and I want to tell them that I will, and that I'm just trying to do my <laughs> job as an entertainer. <laughs> now, yeah, now they're, they're going, going to get you. God. Hey, don't say that. Don't sick, your, podcast. don't sick your ghosts on me, lady. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're coming out of their homes. So you build the igloo, you build the igloo, and do you feel like the motorcycle ghost did embrace the igloo? Did the motorcycle ghost live in the shelter you provided for it? You know, I hope so, but then I almost am, like, scared because, I like, what if he's mad at me because I was in an art show and I did put a price on it, and I don't want him to think I'm selling him. Yeah, fair. So commerce. I kind of feel like I need to make him another one. <laughs> well, you know, they say commerce, you know, capitalism and the netherworld, they don't, yeah. always, they, they don't always mix. No, probably not. Well, but then psychics do it all the time. They say that they can talk to ghosts and you, they don't do it for free. Sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, but, hey. So you knew about this one ghost, but you say you've seen multiple ghosts. Yeah, I've seen some, especially like... I went on vacation once, and this is like, oh, I was like younger-ish. I was like, in, I want to say middle school, or no, it was probably high school. And um, it's kind of known for being haunted. Not known, but there was like battles that took place there. This is in uh, Georgia, and it's like a little island. I can't remember what it's called. But we went there, and um, I just got creepy feelings the whole time I was there. And just I would just see shadows, so like shadow. especially just walk across in the middle of the night, and I would freak out. And that was like probably one of the first times that. Now, do you remember the ghost story associated with this island in Georgia? Because maybe some of our listeners have been there. Yeah, it's um, I can't. I don't know why I don't know what it's called. It's um, God, I'll I'll remember it. I've been there, and I love going there. I don't know why I can't remember it. That's okay. Just, I don't think there's many islands in Georgia, so. Okay. But you don't there know. can't the, be. You don't know the specific ghost story. You don't know the specific story that was leading you to oh, sense no. something. Oh, no. Well, my grandpa died, or my great-grandfather died there. Died on this island. Wow. Right on the island. And something creepy happened to my aunt when she was living there. Um, you could only live on the island if you're working for the island or something, too. So it's like very exclusive now. Yeah. So, um, but she was working like for a museum or something there. And then um, something like the newspaper with the date that he died, it was like the exact day that my great great grandfather died, was delivered to her house. And like it was years ago. Wow. And she got wow. that newspaper. And then she, like later she could not find it or something. It was just crazy. And just a bunch of weird things happened to her. So that was but then a, my family is very into, like, you know, my grandmother especially was into, like, Ouija boards and crazy things and, you know, we, tarot cards and We looked it up. It, is it Tybee Island or St. Simon's? Oh, so I know the 
No, it wasn't St. Simon's. It's, um, God. It's okay. Who cares? It's fine. I know what it is. I have a backpack somewhere with the name of it on it, a map of it. I can't think of what it is. <laughs> that's okay. It's, it's by St. Simon's. Well, that's good. Well, can tell. who knows? Maybe some people go there and get creeped out. <laughs> okay. Now, what yeah. other ghosts well, have you built shelters for? Because I want to know more. I want to know less about your child. Because it sounds like your family and has always been in tune with the paranormal. It sounds like you've always been in tune with the paranormal. But I, I, most, yeah, definitely. even 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 people who grew up feeling that way don't often turn it into building shelters for ghosts. So what other ghosts yeah. have you built shelters for? What have the encounters been since this psychic has revealed to you your potential powers? Um, well, that was the first one that I built. It was kind of, and now I'm working on some, I don't know what it's going to be right now, but I've been working on now like communities, like uh, kind of like, um, like I think it's in Shinto belief, which is like an Asian belief. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's, I don't know if that's, Correct. I believe it's Asian belief, but I believe it's Japanese. Is it Shinto? Shinto. Japanese. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and like they have like little shrines for all their ancestors. You know that they go and pray to their ancestors and all that stuff. And then that's where I kind of got the first idea. And I like the made one for like the motorcycle guy because I felt like I had so much information on him compared to like other ghosts that I've just seen in passing that I don't even know who they are or what they are. Yeah. But so then I kind of make more, um, um, vague type. So at this point you're you just know, building like communities, like condominiums. <laughs> you're building condominiums for ghosts now. Yeah. I would label it more in that way. Like general and all it'd be purpose. really cool if anybody else does this listening that'd be awesome i bet no one i'm not no offense i bet no one else out there is building condominiums for ghosts i bet you are unique <laughs> well unique yeah, in the probably world. not although if if they're out well, there we'll hear from them i promise you will hear from them yeah but my no, that'd guess, be awesome my guess is that you are unique in building condominiums for ghosts well that'd be cool too but <laughs> yeah i know and i have a like some crazy ghost stories from after when my um, grandma died. That one still like just gives me, it makes me feel so like, it's just so strange because she, um, she died and we were on the way to the airport because we knew she was dying. And I just remember like now looking back at like we were driving there at the time she like passed and my mom started driving so shaky, kind of like how, you know, like grandma's drive a lot of the time, how like this, you know, the whole car kind of shakes because their hands are all shaky. Okay. And, um, okay. then we got, we got there and we, cause she lived in Georgia and then we got to Georgia and, um, you know, she was, she passed and we just went to my aunt's house and my mom's the only one like left of like her siblings that smoke or anything. And my mom was just so mad that she didn't get to say goodbye. And then she goes into her purse after we just get there. Like she goes into her purse to grab her cigarettes and a lighter out. So she's fishing for a lighter and then she pulled out my grandma's Zippo that she hasn't seen since she was like 20. And it has um, her signature even like engraved in the back. My grandmother's signature is her Zippo from like when my mom was like, they were all like in their 20s. Wow. And they haven't even seen it since like in forever. And it was just in my mom's purse. Like nobody could even put it in there because she didn't even put her purse down yet. Wow. It was just right there. And we, said, we were all just goodbye. like, oh, my God. Were people crying? It was crazy. Crying? Yeah, were people, like, freaking out and crying? <laughs> no, nobody was crying. I don't know. I think we know my grandma and, like, how she does things. They're all just kind of, like, smiley and, you know, made us happy and, like, laugh more, yeah. you know? Yeah. More happy than, I don't know. It was cool. It was, like... It, it was really creepy, but yeah, just seeing her signature engraved on the back was just like, whoo. Yeah, I can imagine. That'll give you goosebumps. Yeah, I bet. Have Why? you ever seen a ghost? Have I ever seen a ghost? Wow. Well, I thought this question might be coming. I'll tell you, yeah. I don't, I've never, I don't, I've, I've had some, for, okay, let me say this. Saw some things in my early 20s, but I think looking back on it, I was also suffering from extremely severe paranoia 
that was later treated with an antipsychotic. And I attribute a couple of things I saw more to that. But I did have an experience when I was much younger that I cannot explain and that still freaks me out to talk about. Well, do you want to talk about it? Well, that's, that's a hell of a cliffhanger, ain't it? We'll be back soon with that spooky story. But first, some words from the advertisers who allow us to bring you this show. Look, we've all been there. Rainstorm hits, you're walking, you got one of these cheapo umbrellas, and then all of a sudden, a gust of wind. Here it comes, and then brush, your umbrella it flips inside out. It looks like some uh, uh, like an M.C. Escher painting. Everything's topsy-turvy. It's backwards. You're wet. You look like an idiot. You feel like an idiot. You're fumbling around trying to fix this umbrella, and you're just getting soaked anyway. Why even have an umbrella? You and your stuff, it's all wet. That's what you get. You bought a cheap, wimpy umbrella. They're cheap. They're unreliable. Next time you go, you do you do what I do now. You get yourself a Totes Titan umbrella. Totes, that is a brand you know you can trust. It's super durable, keeps you and your stuff protected. Totes Titan umbrellas withstand winds up to 70 miles per hour. Now look, hopefully you are never out in 70 mile per hour winds, okay? I don't wish that upon anybody, but God forbid it happens. Totes Titan can withstand that. It can withstand anything your day throws at you. And with prices starting just over $20, you should keep a Totes Titan umbrella in your car, at home, at the office. That way you're always prepared. You find them at stores near you, or you just go to totes.com, where my listeners will get 50% off by entering the code STORIES. That is totes.com, T-O-T-E-S.com. Use the code STORIES. You get 50% off your totes umbrella today. Everybody buckle up because I'm about to tell you my own ghost story. Check it out. Beautiful Anonymous. Well, do you want to talk about it? Hey, I'm happy to share. Freak you out. Okay, share. Go if you feel comfortable. This is you. Listen, I'm a puppet in your hands. This is your call. So if you want me to talk, I'll talk. I'll tell you. Oh, no, you talk. Talk away. I talk too much. No, you don't. You're great. So <laughs> when I was young, you know, my, my, uh, my grandparents, both born in Ireland, immigrated to this country. Okay. And lived in a town where there were a lot of a lot of people who fit that description. A very close knit community of, of Irish immigrants and their and their children and their grandchildren. There were a lot of kids in my neighborhood who whose families came to this part of New Jersey, and and everyone kind of knew each other and went to the same Catholic schools. That happened for a few generations. So I would walk down the street when I was a little kid, and uh, it was not uncommon that some of the older Irish people in the neighborhood would stop me and say, "How are you related to Paul Kelly?" And I would say, he's my grandfather. And they would say, you look like a child version. You Like when, when he was young, like you look like him. Like he had dark hair, you have light hair. But it is so, wow. so obvious you're related to him. So that, that was a thing that was always true in my life. And I look at a picture of my grandfather now. My wife always laughs because she's like, well, that's what you're going to look like when you're an elderly man. Yeah. Like She just knows. You <laughs> is can she just, cool with that? She's totally cool. <laughs> he was a very, he's like an, a, okay, well, that's good. an a, adorable caricature of an old Irish man. He was, he was, he was great, but Aww. we had the same smile, same big forehead, a lot of things in common. My mom oh. also says, I do this weird thing when I get stressed out where I kind of like rub my hair. And my mom says it's so strange to her because her father always did that and her brother always did that. But her brother lives in Hawaii. Like these are not, these are just behaviors inherent. So they're not even around you. Yeah. It's just, I, I echo my grandfather in many ways. So. I was in seventh grade, science class. I sat front and center. It's this teacher named Miss Grussell, notoriously hard ass, mean teacher, very, very quick. The only time I ever. I gotta say, I love how you remember all your teachers' names yeah, on the show. Oh. I just give a shout out to these teachers. I can't remember my teacher last semester's names. It's, I, I just love that. Well, listen, you drink in the afternoon. That's why you're forgetting their names. <laughs> Okay, true. So we got Mrs. Grussell. This is a very mean woman, stern woman. The only time I ever got detention growing up. Yeah, Miss Grussell, great name for the mean teacher. Only time I ever got detention was through her because she was hard ass. Like if you if you, you know, sneezed at the wrong time, you got detention. If you talked in class, detention. Very, very, very hard woman. And I was sitting up front and all of a sudden I started crying. But I remember being very weirded out by that because my body kind of froze up. 
and there were just tears on my face. Uh-huh. And I realized I was crying when I felt the tears on my face. I was not sad. I was not in pain. It was just, I was just like, whoa, what is going on? Why is my face wet? And then I realized I was crying. And then I, I realized I couldn't move. And, and my face was, you know, I was right in the center of the room. I could see the clock. It was right in front of me. And it felt like it was happening for like five minutes, but I could see the seconds ticking by. It was like 12.15, 12.30, something like that. And I could see the second. And so I was like, wow, time isn't working right. I'm crying for no reason. And the kid next to me was this kid named Victor. He was kind of like a tough kid. We weren't really friends. And he was like, yo, what's going on with you, man? He said it out loud. And Mrs. Grussell didn't yell at him. And she kind of looked at him and looked at me. And I could see she was concerned about me. And I was like, this look must look weird from the outside. It feels weird. Then I came out of it. And we just moved on. But that whole day, seventh grade, I felt just weird. I just, I'm in eighth grade. Wow. I must have been eighth grade. And I just felt really, really weird. The whole day felt off. And as soon as the school bell rang, I just got out of there. I, I usually walked home with my friends. I was like, screw that. Just got home. I just wanted to get out of there. And I got home. And my mom was sitting at our kitchen table. And she was very clearly had been crying she wasn't doing well. And uh, I asked her what was going on, and she said, look, uh, Poppy, for, okay, what are you doing in the background there? That's my dog. I'm trying to get go away. Yeah, it's tell, like to chew water bottles. You got to tell Brutus to chill the fuck out. I'm trying to build some dramatic tension yeah. here. I know. He's just over there crinkling some Aquafina. I know. It's getting very distracting. I'm trying to open up to you about I've been this walking. <laughs> paranormal experience, and Brutus is killing the vibe. Brutus doesn't give a shit. Yeah, Brutus, tell that <laughs> tell that English boy. He's an English bulldog. He's trying to thwart my Irish story. Yeah, see, uh huh. He's not happy. Yeah, <laughs> he, and I keep walking in room for room, and he's just following me. But go on. Maybe shut a door <laughs> behind you. Maybe shut a door behind you when you walk. <laughs> crawl inside that igloo you he, built so you can have some privacy. Yeah. <laughs> I should. No, see, he he just knows anything annoying. Go wait. I'll, here, I'll go in the bathroom. You need, to, on, you, need to, you need to get some privacy. You're on a big time podcast right now. We're like I number, know. We're like number eighty or something on the charts. We're like number eighty or eighty five on the charts. Right? You're on a mar- I, marginally big podcast. That's big. So is Brutus going to allow me to continue with my story now, or what? Yes, he's allowing you. So I get home. Want to hear about this? I get home. My mom's crying. Sitting at our kitchen table, I'm like, "What's going on?" She goes, "Well, look, Poppy, this thing happened. She, my uncle lives in Hawaii. He moved away as my grandfather's only son, and my grandfather would get worked up when he called, and 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 I guess he called, and uh, my grandfather was getting very emotional. He's very old at this point, and then my gra- my uncle just heard him collapse, and you know, my uncle's in Hawaii. He's not going to call nine one one. He calls my mom because we lived a few blocks away, and." My mom calls 911 and then oh. runs over to his house, and it turned out he had this stroke, and he fell down. Oh, my God. And she goes, look, I'm, I have to run back to the hospital. I just came home to make sure the door was unlocked so you could get in. And I said, Mom, when did this happen? And she goes, well, I was eating my lunch when your uncle called, so it must have been about 12.15, 12.30. And I realized that my grandfather, who I, I, everyone always said I was so much like, um, at this very same time he had this incident, I had had this weird sort of seizure happen and froze up and started crying. And I remember being very, very taken aback by that. And then, uh, you know, many weeks later, he was home, you know, home hospice. He had like the bed in the living room with the, you know, that like, you know, can scoot him up and stuff. And my mom said to my brother and I, look, you got to come over and say hi to Poppy. But it's very, very uncomfortable because he had a stroke and he doesn't really remember anybody and he has a hard time talking and yeah. all this stuff. But you got to come over and you got to be strong and, and be there for your grandfather. And we went over to his house and I was very, very nervous about it. Uh, and my mom even said, like, he's not really remembering my name all the time. He doesn't even remember who your grandmother is. And they've been married forever, you know. And she said, it can be very sad, but you just have to be tough. And we went over there and he was sitting on the couch and he was just kind of like staring straight ahead. And as soon as we walked in, he turned, looked at me, pointed at me, beckoned for me to come sit on the couch right next to him. He's patting the cushion right next to him. And then he put his arm around me and he just started bawling. And I was like, whoa. Oh, my God. This is very, very, very odd. This is very, very, very odd. I felt like this thing happened to my grandfather's brain. And I always felt like in some way he sort of passed through me in that, in that moment as his brain was scrambling. 
That's just, that's interesting. It's so interesting since, like, you know, he didn't die. It was just like an out-of-body experience, probably, yeah. like, for him. It was almost like there was this weird short circuit where my wires and his wires got crossed for just a moment. Oh, that's, that's I mean, that's it's such a sad story, but it's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty nuts. How that can happen. It was a very nuts, uh, that's, very nuts experience. I'd say so. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so that's that. That's my story. How do you think about that often or not often? Every once in a while. Every once in a while. I got a picture of my grandfather on my mantle now, my grandma, my grandpa, and uh, my nanny and poppy. And uh, I'll look at it from time to time and I'll think about him. And I do feel his connection to him. I actually just went to Ireland and visited his uh, village that he moved from in 1928. Oh, yeah. I saw your pictures on Instagram. Oh. Weird. <laughs> It's a weird sentence I've said to you. Do you feel weird when people just say that? I mean, look, look, I put my life out there publicly and I'm an entertainer and that's the way it works. But, you know, every once in a while when a completely anonymous person on the phone says, I saw your pictures, your private pictures of your vacation on Instagram, you realize, well, that's the trade-in you make for a a public life. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I think it's pretty cool. People, you know, people want to know. Yeah. You know? So many people post pictures on Instagram, and it's like, who cares? At least people care. Yeah, no, I get. I'm good. It's good to go. It just I was taken aback by it. So yeah, that was my well, story. Well, so you said you had a lot of ghost stories, and you have you've had like maybe two and a half. Well, those are like my good ones. Now, do you feel like these ghost condominiums you're building are having an effect on the netherworld? Do you feel like it's inviting ghosts into your life? You feel like because you're a real estate developer at this point, you are effect you are effectively the Donald <laughs> Donald Trump of ghosts. You're building. Oh God! You're building. Well, mass housing for ghosts. Yeah. In every other way, wow. I get the sense that you are not like Donald Trump. I should make that clear. Okay, good. The yeah. sense I get yeah, is that there's that... nothing else you have in common except for real estate development. Real estate, yes. Yeah. Yes, I guess in a way. I, I think they're working. I feel like. Um, just depends where you place them. Like when they're in storage, I don't think they're working. But yeah. Do you Hard ever, to figure out where to put that? Do you ever try so to big? That's you, why I'm doing a small one. Have you ever tried to place one of these shelters in a space you suspect might be haunted? Have you ever gone to a place with that you suspect might have some hauntings or has a reputation for being haunted and tried to set one up there? I had it, but that's something that I'm very interested in doing. I don't know any haunted places around where I live. I know tons of haunted places because I used to write for a book series about haunted places and I don't know how much you want to let me know about where you live, but I might know some haunted places. Well, I can tell you. I'll tell you. I don't, Just a state. I Give me a in, state. Um, Michigan. You're in Michigan. Okay. <laughs> Do I know any ghosts of Michigan? Actually, Michigan is not one of the states that I wrote about. I wrote about a lot of other Midwestern states. Ohio, a lot of ghosts in Ohio. If you want to travel to Ohio. A lot of serial killers in Ohio. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I, yeah, I, I like ghosts and serial killers. There's a place called Helltown. But... There's a place called Helltown in Ohio. Go set up a shelter in Helltown. It's, it's a notoriously crazy haunted town. You go do the melon heads in Ohio. I forget what else. I don't know much in Michigan. I'm sorry to say. I think we knew about. I think I wrote yeah. about an abandoned mental hospital in Michigan once. Oh, I think we do have one of those. Go set up a ghost shelter Somewhere. there. Go set up a ghost shelter yeah. in the abandoned mental hospital. Yeah, but now there's this, you know, you know, Detroit. <laughs> I live in Detroit. I'll just tell you that too. So. Well, uh, I've heard Detroit's um, where it at, I heard Detroit's where it's at for artists now. Did you move there for art? Oh yeah. Well, I've yeah. Well, I moved down there. I've always been in from Michigan, but the, you're from the you're from the UP. No, I wish I've never been to the UP. I've lived in Michigan my whole life. Never been to the UP. What are you talking about? You never been to the UP? You got to go up there get a pasty. I heard they eat pasties up there. I heard that's a regional delicacy of the UP. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, well, then there's Mackinac Island, but that's a big place in Michigan. I've only heard about Everybody that. Everybody goes to. Via Simon and Garfunkel. I've never been there. <laughs> and you, I've never been there. You drink a I've lot of Fago? I've been in my whole life. never been there. You drink, Fago? All, you drink no, a lot uh, of Fago, the rock and yeah. rye? You drinking the rock and rye out there uh, in Detroit? I don't. I like uh, better made potato chips. <laughs> I don't know about those. I'll try those out. 
You got to drink the Fago. Drink yeah, the Rock and Rye. Rock and Rye. Fago. The Rock and Rye. I'll try that. Big thumbs up from me. All right. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go out right after this and go get some Rock and Rye. I'm interested in this motorcycle <laughs> ghost. That freaked me out. That I freaked me out. Cut out. That was weird. So you got this motorcycle ghost that's attached itself to you. Yes. Of a person who you're aware died in a motorcycle accident. What I'm assuming is around the same year that my cousin died in a motorcycle accident. My cousin had a very distinctive okay. nickname, and this might be tempting the fates. And I don't know if I want to open this door, but I'm going to ask you to guess my cousin's nickname. And we're going to see if things get even weirder here on Beautiful Anonymous. Oh. Just think about it. Focus. Let an image come into your mind. Say what that image is. Think about your ghost friend. I'm not going to lie, certain aspects of this uh, call were freaking me out, and I bet they're freaking you out too. And, and come back soon, because we're going to see if they get even freakier after we hear from our very freaky and non-freaky sponsors who, who helped make this show happen, and I thank them greatly for it. Therapy can and should be affordable, confidential, and convenient. And this is exactly what Talkspace is. Only with Talkspace do you get unlimited messaging to your dedicated licensed therapist for just $32 a week. I think everyone knows that I am a big advocate for therapy, for taking care of your mental health. Very, very happy to tell you about Talkspace. Join over 300,000 users who already know that with Talkspace, you can text, audio message, or video message your therapist as many times as you want without having to wait a week for your next appointment because with Talkspace, your therapist is always in your pocket or on your computer. And now you can even schedule a live video session with your therapist right from your smartphone. Help show support for this show by visiting Talkspace.com slash beautiful for a special $30 discount off your first month or Download the Talkspace app on the Apple or Android app store and use coupon code BEAUTIFUL. Talkspace, therapy for how we live today. Will our ghost friend successfully guess the details of my past? Let's find out. Just think about it. Focus. Let an image come into your mind. Say what that image is. Think about your ghost friend. Can I guess a letter? You can guess whatever you want. Oh, okay. If I, if I had to guess a letter, I'm going to say P. I'm going to tell you something. This is, uh -huh. get, you're get, this is getting freakier. It's getting freakier. <laughs> now, his nickname does okay. not involve the letter P. His nickname does not, uh -huh. but his real first name did start with the letter P. This is actually starting to freak me out. Peter? Completely wrong. Incorrect. Okay, well, then that's probably good. The spell has lifted. <laughs> There's nothing impressive about this any longer. Yeah, I shouldn't even, I should have just left it with that. You kind of bum rushed it. You kind of, kind of bum rushed yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, no. No, I should have thought about it longer. I'm not going to move on, though. I want to focus on the nickname. I'm going to ask you to shut your okay. eyes. Shut your eyes. Shut your eyes. Okay. Really focus hard. Yeah, sit down. Make sure Brutus isn't fucking up the mojo here. The juju. <laughs> I'm rubbing his. I'm rubbing his butt. Okay, you're rubbing a dog's butt. We have an image in our head that you're just <laughs> sitting on a floor in Detroit rubbing a bulldog's butt. I'm pretty yep. sure this is going to be our Halloween episode, our first ever Halloween episode. I think we're going to put this oh, out. Oh, that would be sweet. Yeah. <laughs> you? How are you not a stoner? And you tell us that you're sitting on the ground rubbing a bulldog's butt, and you go, "That would be sweet." You're definitely a stoner, <laughs> at least in spirit, if not in action. Oh. Focus. Okay. Uh, focus for, up. For, I'll be a stoner for now. Okay. Hey. Focus up, ghost focus. girl. Focus up, ghost girl. Clear your mind. Clear your mind. I don't know. I'm not going to give you any hints yet. A nickname. My cousin had a nickname. We're going to see if this motorcycle ghost has anything to do with my cousin. I just want you to see if any images pop into your mind, and I want you to explain what they are and take your time. If it takes a little while, don't worry about the fact that we're on a podcast. Okay. Okay, about the nickname. Let's just see if um, anything comes up. He went by this nickname in life. Everyone called him this, not his actual first name. R. 
No. Like. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give you a hint. I'm going to give you one hint. Okay. And that's all we're going to okay. do because if you get it wrong this time, then people are going to call bullshit on if you are even getting it. So one hint. And listeners, if you're out there already saying bullshit, it's a hard thing. It's not a, an exact science. So I'm going to give you a hint. His nickname. Okay. His nickname was a type of animal. His nickname was a type of animal. Uh, do you okay. see any animal in your mind knowing that? Uh, Brutus. God damn fucking Brutus won't. I know. This dog won't give God you a moment's peace. He won't give you a moment's peace. Oh, he's fine the, until he got the damn water bottle. It's the bane of your existence. Focus on okay. You know, no, this is so much. This is this is this is a this is this is gonna be hard. It is. There's a but, lot of animals in this world. But is there one? Is there one? Is there one that you're? Is one that's floating into your mind? Is there one that you're seeing? Is there one that you're thinking of? As you clear your mind, does one word remain? Think of that motorcycle ghost. Think of that igloo. Okay. I'm going to say an animal, but I'm going to make the guess that I don't think it was your cousin, too. Okay, you're not getting because that. I, but if I had to guess an animal, I'm going to say giraffe. You think my cousin's nickname was giraffe? <laughs> Well, maybe he was tall. I'm trying to picture what animal would be riding a motorcycle. You think the, the guy walked around cool. and we all called him giraffe? You think we called <laughs> a loved one? Weird. A loved one? I didn't say it was that weird. You think, hey, giraffe, hey, your cousins are coming over. Oh, Mike and Dan and giraffe are on their way? You think that was a nickname for a human being? There's not one human in this world whose nickname is giraffe. Nobody's walking around with their family members calling them giraffe. They have all the animals you picked. I could name 19 animals right now that are better nicknames. Bear, cricket. Go. Dog. Monkey. Those are all nicknames that I could see someone lovably calling a family member. I could see people calling. Those are too obvious. Too obvious. Oh, so you went. You're, everything with you, you need to be an outsider. You live in Detroit. Yeah. You have a bulldog named Brutus. You see ghosts. So I'm going to pick giraffe. Giraffe, and you think yeah. Call him my man. cousin. I mean, they call him Eminem Rabbit. So great nickname for a human being. Call somebody Rabbit, Bunny. You can call anybody anything. <laughs> Meerkat. I could see a human oh. being called Meerkat before giraffe. <laughs> giraffe. Giraffe might be okay, the animal. Hippo. Rhino. Could, what about a rhino? Rhino. If you had a big bulky cousin, yeah, you could call him Rhino. You could call him Hippo <laughs> I would think if he Rhino, ate a lot. But I really it didn't start with an A or with an R. Hippo so. if he eats a lot. You call him Wolverine if he likes comic books too much. 95 <laughs> animals you can pick before you say giraffe. Come on. <laughs> well, you're Irish. Giraffe's um Got nothing to do with being Irish. You go with Irish. You go with, you go with sheep or you go with, you go with wolfhound. I just went to Ireland. So oh, many sheep man. in that country. You know, I looked it up. More sheep than people in Ireland. I looked that up. So many sheep. Didn't drink that beer. <laughs> giraffe. You just tried to somehow claim that giraffes are associated with Ireland. Because they're orange. <laughs> they're not even. And they're freckle. They're, they're orange and freckly. They're like brown and yellow. Yeah, Nobody has ever the, described. Nobody in, in life has ever described a giraffe as orange and freckly. Everyone in the booth is shaking their head no at your description. Oh. The giraffe. Man. Come on. Well, I just don't think it was your cousin then. I can't picture him as an animal. No. Maybe a hawk. A hawk, hawk, a great hawk. hawk, eagle, vulture, falcon, all nicknames that I could see someone calling a cousin. All nicknames. Okay. Cardinal. I'm just guessing now. I think your cousin was cooler than a giraffe. He was. His nickname was Tiger. He was the best. Everybody called him Tiger. 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 Oh, Tiger. Show some respect. The tiger's not an animal. Well, that's what I was about to call him. Tiger. Be like bullshit. Not Tiger. Tiger. He was the best. He was really cool. He wore a leather jacket. He rode a motorcycle. He 
In a time when I was young and had very little self-esteem, he made me feel cool, and I missed him. I miss him a lot. He died many years ago. I still miss that guy. I bet. He sounds cool. Anybody with a motorcycle is pretty cool. His name was Tiger, not Giraffe. Well, maybe not anybody. I'm going to tell well, you yeah, and that hey. sounds cooler. Hey, they're both in the jungle, or no, they're in the savannah, <laughs> or whatever. Listen, you and I are getting along, right? You and I are getting along. You're not going to be... Yeah. I'm going to tell you something. Giraffe is perhaps, right. giraffe is giraffe. Your guess of giraffe is perhaps the worst guess at anything I've ever heard anyone make ever. I don't do good well. I don't do well under pressure. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah you certainly you've proven that. If you've proven anything today, you've proven that. Oh. And now everybody's going to tweet at me and say I was too mean to you because of that. People sometimes tell me I'm too mean. Yeah. Chris is mean to me. <laughs> Please let him know. <laughs> oh, don't you're gonna you're gonna fan the flames, encourage everybody to tweet at me what a dickhead I am. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. gotta get something out of this. Poking right? the trolls, you're poking the trolls. <laughs> everybody has to complain about something, so yeah, it's fair. It's totally fair. Hey, Even we- if you're nice to me the whole time, then they would have said it was boring. Yeah, sometimes I'm too so- nice, and people go, "Hey, you're boring." And then sometimes I'm I try to have fun and people go you're too mean, and then and yeah. then and then sometimes people talk about sensitive stuff and I say hey I'm just gonna ask you some questions I apologize if they're hard and people go you're too sensitive, and then some people tell me I'm, yep. it's too I make it too much about me which I'm doing right now. But I don't think it's too much about you. That's nice. Mostly people are very kind about it. Listen, we got just about ten minutes left. Okay. Okay, what should the last 10 minutes be? Oh. Okay. What's the topic? Say a topic. What what do you want? I can't believe you picked giraffe. Tell me to talk about giraffe. (laughs) Tell me about Detroit, because I I hear Detroit is like where where you should be right now. If you're an artist, I hear Detroit is where it's at. Because Brooklyn... Yeah, no, it is where it's at. I live in New York. Well, Brooklyn is like... You guys have art. We do, but I tell you, I think everybody would agree. Not like we did five years ago, ten years ago. It's different. I love J. Crew clothing, and I shop for J. Crew in Williamsburg. That wasn't happening a couple of years ago. I wasn't going to a J. Crew in Williamsburg. <laughs> I'm going to keep mentioning. Kind of like how many uh, times cliche. Do- You're in. I am in a cliche. I just want to put. The- I-, I don't mean to interrupt. I want to put this out here. Hey, J. Crew. How many times do I need to mention my love of your products in my public work before you sponsor me? Let's get on that, J. Crew. I want some of those sweaters for free. Love yeah, that. and when are you going to make your logo a giraffe? Come on. If you bring it back to giraffes one more time, I'm going to throw my headphones against the wall. Just the word giraffe <laughs> You're is making stuck me on the giraffe thing. Just the word giraffe makes me furious Maybe that, now. I think that should be your new nickname. Did you hear that they... Oh, don't you dare. Don't you dare try to get this world... <laughs> To give me a nickname that I proclaimed yeah. a terrible nickname. If li- uh, if listeners okay, of this well, podcast Chris are Drafford, calling- Chris Drafford, Chris Drafford, Drafford, Chris Drafford. That's your new name. You're gonna make this goddamn bullshit stick, and I hate it. If every if anybody out there in this podcast starts calling me calling me giraffe, giraffers, I'm gonna be legitimately not thrilled. I'm gonna be amused, but not thrilled. That's a terrible nickname. I hope, like, tomorrow you go, like, whenever this podcast comes out, I hope someone gives you a high five and says, hey, giraffe. Oh, That'd gosh. That'd be awesome. I would hate that so much. Or you could be a giraffe for Halloween. That'd be cool. Because I think we're putting this out October 24th. Now I might have to be a fucking yep. giraffe for Halloween. I might need to put a picture on Instagram and be dressed as a goddamn giraffe. Fuck yeah, and I'll like it, and I'll see it. <laughs> I just read. Uh, I just read that they used to think giraffes were one species, and now they just learned there's four different species of giraffe. They didn't know that up until about a month ago. Really? Wow. Yeah. Check and, that out. What species will you be for Halloween? I don't know. I gotta pick one of the four. Also, I make my profession talking. The freckly be- kind. Between oh, there's no such thing as a freckly. Okay, what do you want to say? I, know, I feel like you had something to say, but I no, just keep bringing back. I was going to say I, giraffe. I, think is, you're gonna... I was going to say giraffe is a terrible nickname for me because between stand-up comedy and being the host of this show and those of a TV show, I make my living as a talker. I am a professional talker, and giraffes notoriously cannot make sound. It's a terrible nickname for me, and I refuse to let it stick. 
You know why they can't make sound? Why? No vocal cords. Because their tongues are purple. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. That is not. Their tongues are purple. That's not why they can't make sound. <laughs> is it? Now I gotta no, Google this. Not. I'm gonna spend half the day reading about giraffes <laughs> on Wikipedia. Their, their tongues have frostbite, so they can't talk. What? <laughs> what is your average day like? Um, I um, I go to class. What time do you and wake up? I make some art. I like to be up early. What's that? I only, I don't like working in the afternoon. Eight a.m. You wake <laughs> up at eight a.m. I like to get up at like eight o'clock. Okay. Be done early. You wake up at 8 a.m., you drink a couple beers. You go to- no, no, no. See, I work hard, then play hard. That is- <laughs> <laughs> so you go to class, morning classes, you make some art in the afternoon, then you kick back, you have a couple beers, you watch a little bit of Shameless on Netflix. Yeah. It's a good Who's day. That? Who's that in the background? That's my boyfriend. Your boyfriend? How's he doing? I told him that. He, he's, he's cool. This guy's, uh, nobody he's, in your life has any respect for you being on the talk phone. To him. If he wants to. <laughs> no, he doesn't care. He's just like, he's like, why are you so nervous you're on the phone? You're being ridiculous. Brutus, he's, your he's, boyfriend. He's like a, he comes off as a jerk. Yeah, he comes off as a jerk. That's why I told him that. He, I don't know if he should be on here. <laughs> also, but he will talk. Whatever you want. Also, just you know, we Googled it. Apparently, giraffes can't make sounds because their necks are so long and the frequencies they produce are too low for us to hear. Ah, so they do make noise because nobody listens. Yeah, they're just living in a state of silent screaming. Everybody listens to you. Well, that got aggressive. Me and you have it's turned really weirdly aggressive, (laughs) and I led the charge on that. To be fair, oh, it's all good. Let me see. So you wake up. Hey, if nobody answers your phone call, you want to talk? What? I don't. You want to say hi? Ask me if you want to say hi. Okay, I'll say hi to the guy. Does he listen to the show? Does he know who I am? He's trying to call somebody. He knows who you are because I told him that you were on the office, but then he thought you were the wrong person. <laughs> Great. I get stuff like <laughs> that a lot. He thought you were Dwight. No. He thought you were Dwight. I'm like, how did you think that he was Dwight? And I'm, oh, man. I would love that career. It was, it, <laughs> Can I also say this? The amount of listeners to this podcast who follow me on Instagram, and then when I put up pictures of myself, say, you don't look anything like I thought you would. It makes me feel bad about myself. That's awful. What do they think that you look like? I think they think I'm probably good looking, and then they see me. Now I'm having a meltdown. Why are you ch- this giraffe thing sent me into a tailspin. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I probably didn't help your whole thing with how people make you. Well, maybe now, you know, they'll look at you and be like, oh, he doesn't look like a giraffe. Can you promise me and something? And then they'll be like... <laughs> Yes. When I die, Maybe. You, when I die, you build me a shelter, okay? Oh, I will for sure. What kind of shelter? What kind of ghost <laughs> sculpture would you make for me? What kind of house would I live in? What What would my condo look like if I was a ghost? Um, probably like a giraffe. How? <laughs> in what fucking world? In what fucking world do you think that's okay? I'm telling you right okay, now. I'm just kidding. I'll drop it. No, I'll drop, I'll no. What's done is done. Listen, you're trolling me. You're active. First caller to ever just fuck with me. Thank you for that. I've been waiting for the first <laughs> caller who just gets bored and kind of fucks with me. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. I don't even know who you are, but I know you're in Detroit. And if I if I die this year, I promise you, I'm going to haunt the shit out of you. I dare you to build a giraffe. I will haunt the shit out of you. I'll inhabit, I'll inhabit the body of Brutus, and I'll eat every water bottle I can find. Oh, great. Brutus is already a little asshole all on his own. Right now he's <laughs> chewing up a box that I put all my stuff in. You are annoying. He's, he's a little annoying. You're the first person to ever call oh. and then just start talking to your dog on the show. You got five minutes. I never want this call to end. I want to live in this reality forever. The reality you live in is so, so different than mine you live in a different world and i want to live in it for as long as i can but i only get about five minutes left with you okay so okay let's live in my world for five minutes tell me just another average what's another average part of your day 
Tell me just average parts of your day. What do you like to eat? Okay. What do you do at night? What do you do for fun? Let's see. Well, um, okay, okay, let's see. I wake up. I always think about food right when I wake up. I probably should be a stoner, cause, and I just, like, live the life of a stoner, but I don't smoke weed. So I wake up, and I think about food, and I'll seriously sit there and, like, think all day about what I want to eat. But not all day, but then I, I think too long about it. Then I don't have time to eat, and then I have to go get ready. Yesterday, I took me four and a half hours to make it to school, and I live 20 minutes away. How? How did that happen? It was oh, too much rain and too much garbage, and Detroit clogs all the potholes or something. I don't know. It was ridiculous. What's the best place no, in Detroit? If, if I visit Detroit, what's the place I got to check out? What's the what's the hub of art? As an artist in Detroit, a place that's notoriously becoming known more and more for art, what's the place to check out? Is it Trumbullplex? I've heard Trumbullplex is a really great place. I've heard Trumbullplex is amazing. Trumbullplex puts yeah, on punk rock shows. They put about. on punk rock shows, and it's a collective where people live, and they make art, and I've heard it's amazing. I want to see yeah, it someday. Um, I want to do a show there. If anybody from yeah. Trumbullplex is listening, I want to do a show there someday. It sounds like a place I'd love to be a part of. Yeah, it's really cool. I've been there quite a few times. It's super, super cool. And, I mean, of course, then we got, like, you know, like the DIA. and What's the DIA? You know, the Detroit Institute of Arts. Uh-huh. And then I heard the Galapagos, Galapagos <laughs> Art Space just moved there from Brooklyn. Galapagos moved from Brooklyn to Detroit. Oh, I, I think I know what you're talking about. Actually, was that just like re- pretty recent? Yeah, I think last year. One of the one of the big art hubs in Brooklyn. Yeah. The one of the I think one of the uh, people I just heard that, about that. Yeah, two minutes. I want two minutes, you to, okay. Listen, I, no. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say if my boyfriend would get off the phone, he would say something. Yeah, he, he, he likes to talk on Listen, the phone a lot. Just hold up the phone next to him so we can just hear his end of the conversation he is in. Okay. They're going to hear your end of the conversation. Oh, he's not talking. They're, he's listening. He's got some bad timing. Now he's talking. But anyway, you know. Listen. There's two minutes left if you want to talk. Oh, he just shrugs. Hey. Yeah. My whole life. What? My whole life I've been a weird kid. Whole life. And I've always mm-hmm. been I've always been known as I think a champion for the weirdos. And I think you and me would really get yeah. along. You're a weirdo, huh? <laughs> I am a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> I think we would get along. So I feel like I'm a champion for I mean, actually you know what? I I, I don't know. I feel like even weirdos don't really like me sometimes. So <laughs> I like you. I like the weirdos. I feel like that me and you get along. Like. Yeah, I like the misfit toys weirdos. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not in. I'm not into these nerds who are nerds just because they go to Comic Con. I like people who are like have back braces and asthma and stuff like that. I mean, I like the Comic Con people too. Hey, I want to try. <laughs> I want to try an experiment with you. I want to try an experiment with you. I want you to just take a deep breath. Okay. We got one minute left. I want you to take a deep breath. Close your eyes. Okay. Clear your mind. All and right. then say the very first sentence that pops into your head. I want to know what it is. Mm-hmm. Pork chops for dinner. <laughs> was it supposed to be deeper than that? No. <laughs> no, that was exactly what I was hoping, was that you would just randomly mumble. <laughs> pork, randomly mumble, pork, start talking pork, in tongues. Pork chops for dinner. <laughs> That's how this weird demonic shit for the last like minute. So this call is gonna end with you saying pork chops. Are you gonna have pork chops for dinner? For dinner. Are you gonna have pork chops? No. What are you gonna have for dinner? (laughs) Five seconds left. What are you gonna have for dinner? Uh, I'm gonna make some chicken casserole. (laughs) Caller, I. So sincerely hope that you enjoyed your chicken casserole. Man, that was a kindred spirit. That's somebody who I really enjoyed and would love to hang out with and talk to forever. And thank you, thank you, thank you for calling up and having as much fun as you did and letting me give you a hard time a little bit. And I can't wait to see what the world yells at me about for my treatment of that caller. Thank you guys for listening. 
Thank you to the Reverend John DeLore, to Zach Dinerstein, to Greta Cohn, to Shell Shag. If you want to know more about me, guys, right now in New York City, I have a one-man show up and running. It's a comedy show. I'm very proud of it. It's about my my life from dealing with depression. It's produced by Judd Apatow, and you can learn more at careersuicideshow.com. I hope you come through New York between now and the end of November, and I hope you check it out. If you like this podcast, rate it, review, subscribe on iTunes. All of these things help so much, and very sincerely for everyone who does that means the world. Thank you so much. Here's what you'll hear next time on Beautiful Stories from Anonymous People. A shirt and no pants. Shirt and no pants. And it is so disgusting. I, and it's just like, I have a thing on our refrigerator that's a stick figure, figure with a shirt and a cock. And it says, no shirt cocking, because it's so frowned upon. But there's so many guys at Burning Man who don't want to get sunburned, but they still want to, like, rock the cock, I guess, be naked or whatever. Wow. So they just wear a shirt with no pants. And it is just not, it's not a good look. Listen, we are on the same page about that. I have long maintained that it's an unforgivable thing for an adult male to do. That's next time on Beautiful Anonymous. Rana Glickman here from Rana and Beverly to tell you this is your big chance to see Rana and Beverly live with some of your favorite podcasts also performing. Comedy Bang Bang, NPR's Pop Culture Happy Hour, Spontanea Nation with Paul F., who we adore, and Law. The Now Hear This Podcast Festival is October 28th to the 30th in sunny Anaheim, California. It's going to be absolutely fabulous. See all your favorite acts live. Go to nowhearthisfest.com to get your tickets, plus information on hotels and travel. Why not stay for the weekend? This has been an Earwolf production. Executive produced by Scott Ackerman, Adam Sachs, and Chris Bannon. For more information and content, visit Earwolf.com. Earwolf.